A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. And let me introduce our guest, okay? So first and foremost, we have Joanne. Joanne Lee, 14 years stay-at-home mom to Instant Podcast Leader. So today's topic, we talk about how do you sell anything during these challenging times. And of course, the first thing first is a asking Ask Janisha Anything, right? So it's the Ask Janisha Anything segment right now. Ask me anything you want regarding your business, your life, how to sell anything online. Being seen as a leader online, build a brand online, anything at all that is related to online, we'll be happy to answer your questions. And of course, uh, Joanne is going to start first by asking their, her own set of questions. Yes, I think I want to ask something that um, in this COVID situation, a lot of people have posed me that question. So I want to also post back the question to you. Uh, so a lot of people say that, uh, you know, um, they might have risk that uh, they want to go online, right? Then they say that they, they but they don't know what to do. How to go online? Uh? How, how, what, what is it that I, I need to do? And I, do, I have no idea what I want to do. I just know that I want to create a business. So a lot of times uh, when I talk to them, they always tell me this thing. They say that they don't know what to do. Maybe when they figure it out what to do, then they start to do marketing, start to do branding themselves. So I want to ask you this question. What do you think? What comes first? Because it's a chicken and an egg thing, right? Do you build hmm. your business first, or or do you build your influence first, your you know your branding first, and or is vice versa? Which one is first? Like you said, it's a chicken and egg question, uh, Joanne. So when you are thinking about these clients, usually are they doing like offline business or are they already online? They. Okay, so I have two. Some think that one group thinks that they're already online, so they want to create a a a business. They want to know what to sell first, right? Mm, then mm, the other mm. group is they are not online. Then mm. they they don't know what they want to do, but they just know they want to do something. So a lot of times they were looking. You see, you find a lot of people they want to go for a lot of seminars. Then where people introduce you this uh uh thing to sell. Then mm. after that, they, they go around to different, different workshops, different, different companies, trying to see what is the best product to sell first. Mm. Mm. Then before mm. they decide where to put the money into the business. Mm. So I want to okay. know for you, yeah, for you, for you, yeah, what is your advice like for yourself? Mm. So I think the first thing that anybody can do right now, especially this season, I mean, during this very challenging times, it's important to be seen in the online world. So definitely, it's not just building up uh, another click funnel, another funnel, another website, another Facebook page, hoping that people will come. Because I was just uh, coaching a client before I came into this FB life, and I had uh, this person was asking me whether she should have a FB page ready first, and you know, and she was just sharing that you know, just just go and you know, uh, 
invite friend. I invite your friend, I invite my friend, you know, just go around your network and asking people you like your page, to like your Facebook page or like your Instagram account, just to get them to like your thing so that you can get clients from them. But actually, in actual fact, it doesn't happen that way. A lot of times people are thinking, I want to sell, sell uh, to, to my friends. I want to sell online, but I want to do business online. But I just want to invite my friends to like my page first so that eventually I have business. But it doesn't work that way. A lot of people mistake that first. So it's never about another click funnel, a funnel, a website, a landing page, and another Facebook page. Online world is beyond that. Today when they put in uh today when people want to find you, you know, if they, they were to Google you, they cannot find you. Or they what if you know they come to Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, they they search some keywords and you are not present even in the online world or having a name for yourself, you know, why would they trust you, right? So I think the first thing first is really to uh, to really identify that, you know, what do you stand for, right? What kind of things you're selling, products or services? And then it's never about the products or service. I know it sounds crazy, right? But Janine sure, you know, I have the best-selling eye cream. I have the best-selling uh, mic condom, okay? I have the best-selling lipstick, right? Uh, okay, so you have all these products. I have a lipstick now. Buy from me, you know, buy from me. That's what a lot of people are doing, uh, which is just pushing the product out there right now in the online world. And because of COVID and 19, and of course, MCO, and of, of course, the circuit breaker here in Singapore, and of course, community quarantine in um, in Philippines, in the Philippines. And I see that happening very often. People are just pushing up that product. They're forgetting when, if I were to search, who are you? Why would I trust you? Why would I? Why should I transfer money to you immediately? So these are the questions that I think first your customers need to answer before even building up a system and process, right? Like, oh, I must have a website. Yeah, okay. A website introduces you to the customer or introduce your customer some products. But a website with everything equals to nothing. A website has everything equals to nothing. A Facebook with everything equals to nothing. You must be able to direct them. Like a fish swimming in the in the river a river a stream a stream and many streams lead to a a big big river right uh, from a river lead to the sea the sea lead to the ocean so there is a process to that leading up to the next level so that's what i really think that um, your customers need to be looking into you know when they're considering starting the business or bringing a business online whether it's your product or services is to look at how are they establishing trust in the online space first if a connection is something that they value connection is something that they truly value then they must look at how can they build trust and connection up front first without just selling oh i have a lipstick you know i sell a lot of lipstick you know you want to know how i sell a lot of lipstick you know or, or, you know, I'm selling this aircon remote control, you know, buy from this aircon remote control from me now. So it's a lot of people, there are a lot of people doing that. But that's not what we are trying to do uh, in the online space because that's the, the worst thing that can happen at this moment in time. I hope it answers your question. Yes, yeah. Thank you, Janisha. Okay, so just now you were saying that uh, so we need to build up our brand first before we can actually go out and start educating, telling our customers that what we sell is the best, right? Uh, uh, before, so you said that it's not, it's never about the product and the services first, right? Mm. Uh, so, but how, let's say, of course, you know, with all the business, you want to uh, get customers, you want customers to pay you. So how would you know what kind of customers to attract and who will be your ideal one? Okay, so first and foremost, to know what kind of customers you, you want to attract, 
is to really know what who you want to serve. I think this part is a message that I think needs to be, be given across because sell to everybody, sell to nobody, speak to one, speak to many. You know, when I look at a lot of people, they are just trying to promote their lipstick to everybody. They're just trying to promote their cakes to everybody. They're just trying to promote their uh, water bottle to everybody. They're just trying to promote their programs to everybody or create an online course to everybody. But who exactly is the person that you're serving? Doesn't mean that you buy product from the person. For example, you you buy this, let's say you want to do online program, you want to sell high ticket premium program. Doesn't mean that you buy this program from the US guru that you learn from and then you want to uh, re remake it into something that you want to sell to the customer, like a customer whom, who want to start their own online course. But the thing is, the, the thing is this, the customer who might be buying from you is not the customer that you are buying from the US person. Okay, you understand? So, so okay, this is a very bad example. But I just want to say that the, you think that you are the fish. You try to make your customer, you, be, you are the customer. But actually, you're not the customer. You know what I'm trying to say? You think that you're the customer, but actually, you're not the customer. So, don't make everybody become like you. You must first love your customer first before you love your own product. So let's say you want to create an online course, you want to sell a lipstick, you want to sell a, 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 a remote control, you must first understand what is the one problem that you want to solve immediately for the customer. So a lot of times when we talk about finding your ideal customer, finding that customer online, finding that potential customer online so you can sell anything and sell everything is to first really identify what is the one problem you can solve. The same example that I will say, would you, would you buy a book Okay, or buy an online program that teach you how to play a guitar. Or not right now, in within 24 hours, I can teach you how to play My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Or Gao Bai Chi Chiu by you know, uh, Zhou Jielun uh, in the next six hours. And then which program will you buy? Or which things will you actually, which book will you buy? Will you buy an online program or the book by uh, How to Play a Guitar? Uh, in 48 hours or would you want to buy a book that can uh, a program that can teach you in 6 hours you can play this song you know on guitar or, or something like that so by having that one problem being able to solve that one problem immediately for your customer will allow you to be seen as a leader will allow you to identify your customer because if you think that you are the customer a lot of people say no a lot of people like me are that I can tell you like even for so rich women the customer that I'm serving is not me. I am not their, I am not my soul rich woman customer. To put it this way. I mean, just literally. I am not my soul rich woman customer. Because I am not my soul rich woman customer. I need to find my own customer, right? But to find my customer, I must know what problem I can solve for my soul rich woman people. For my soul rich woman women. Is that they want to go online. Then the next question is, what about online? Is to be seen as a leader online. That customers that they can sell anything easily. They can buy any, they can sell anything easily online because when they're seen as a leader, they can actually make money online easily. So when by going in this direction, I know that I must love my customer more than I love my product. So that's how I solve my problem for my customer, giving them the actual solution to that problem. And that's how I grow so rich women from zero to 200,000 members in just five years. And imagine this, every customer who comes in, oh, no, Janisha, you know, selling the product, right? You say, oh, I want to sell a, a $50,000 product, okay? 
versus I sell a $12 product. So you must also understand when you find your ideal customer, immediately you just tell them, oh, I want to sell you the water filter, the water system, filtration system, the alkaline water, $5,000. But they don't even know you. They don't even trust you. There's no connection. How are you even allowing your ideal customer to even say yes to you in the small agreement first? By having the small agreements, having that ladder, okay, the opportunity allow you to be seen and be heard, allow you to go to the next level by having that small agreement so that you'll buy from $12 all the way to $50,000 product or services. So using Soul Truman as an example, you can have like the, for us, it's a $12 membership uh, program, okay, where they get two videos and office hours every single month. Okay, and it helped them in a structured way. So the way I'm solving the problem in So Rich Woman, that's why we have 200,000 members paying $12 a month. Why? Because we are solving the problem that women don't need more information. Women don't need more information. They need structured learning, step-by-step learning, every single step of the way. Only with that $12 a month, we solve the one problem. Then after they learn, they upgrade. After they learn, they upgrade. So that's how you kind of find your ideal customer, reverse engineer, love your customer more than you love your product, create something that solves one problem for them immediately so that they will continue to have small agreement with you, eventually buy your big ticket item. So that's how, you know, you can actually find your customers uh, and, you know, find paying customers, not always free customers, are uh, paying customers online. Thank you, Janisha. Okay, so that brings me to the next question. Would this customer actually change over time or it remains the same? Would this customer change over time? The ideal customer, you mean? Yes, correct. Like throughout the whole like five years that you're building your Soulish Woman, mm. from the very beginning to until now, do you see that there is a, like, is it, like uh, safe to for a business to say that oh I just need to continue just serve one customer or if I need to grow I need to change with uh, changing times okay so the customers generally remain the same but the behavior changes so seven eight years ago I could just run one at I, I, I run uh, my, my campaigns online to attract fishes or customers to come in. I just run one type of campaign. I can already make a million dollars. But today, it's no longer enough because one campaign is just one touch point. Now, customers, last time people just need like nine touch points or seven touch points. Touch points means how many times they see you, then they will, grow, then they will buy from you. Now, they need 15 touch points, 20 touch points before they will buy from you. Because they don't know who you are. Ma. And online is very noisy now. Everybody is forced to go online. MCO, la, circuit breaker, la, community quarantine. Everybody go online. Forced to go online because they cannot go out. And because of that, it gets very noisy. It gets very loud in the online space. And for them to really come on board to buy from you eventually needs really for you to know that behavior will change. So it's more of a behavioral change then you will be able to make a difference on that one. So th- that's how I will address I will address it. Will it change over time? Uh, customers won't change, but behavior will change. You have to identify the behavior of the customers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Janisha. So, uh, uh, so my next question would be that how would you spend your business money, like um, investment money, how do you use it to build your business? Spend but, my money. 
Yes, can correct, I keep correct. the money or don't spend it? <laughs> yeah, how do you use that to actually help you to grow the the business, or you actually save it up and uh, become a xiao fu po yourself? Xiao fu po ah. Wow. Okay. So first and foremost, you're asking. So your question is asking me how how I should save my money or how I should spend my money. Yes, how to spend the money. Let's say if I'm I'm doing business right, uh, I want. Okay, to... I know, I know. You need to learn how to delegate eighty percent of your to do list so you can make money online, so that you can focus on your zone of genius. A lot of people are not delegating. Mm. Me, I, me and Jeanette and soon to be you are all queen of delegation, right? That means we we really can delegate people uh, things out of our to do list so that we can focus. We can really focus to do that part of, of our, our work, right? So where I spend my money, I spend my money in outsourcing, in delegating, in building teams. And of course, uh, in focusing on sales and marketing as well. Because to sell anything during these challenging times, not many people have, um, I would say, a lot of money. that They are trying to conserve. But I would say that every crisis is another opportunity, Wei Ji, you know, Chinese word Wei Ji is a crisis. But Wei Ji is inside because of Ji. Ji means opportunity. Is there an opportunity? So I see it as an opportunity to build my team, to grow my team, to, to invest back into my team so that, you know, my team, I can quickly build up more marketing uh, campaigns, build up more uh, uh, flow so that we can bring in more uh, what was, like for example, to uh, like I batch my content up to up to January next year already. Like I already built up my content until next year, twenty twenty one. Yeah, so so that I can enjoy life now because I work hard at the beginning and then enjoy making money as the time goes by. Because why? Because I'm willing to uh plow in the foundation first. So how I spend my money? First, you need to invest in yourself. Invest in your team. If you're even if you're a one woman show, is there a way for you to grow? Yes, hire one person to outsource the things you don't like to do, like bookkeeping, like accounting, you know, uh, or look into like social media marketing. There are things that you can outsource one. So you outsource ah, then you can focus on bringing in sales, uh, talking to client, do, doing real purpose, high net worth, networking. Like why would Gary V hang out with me, right? Why would Cheryl Sandberg want to spend time with me? Why would Kim Kiyosaki say yes to spend time with me? Why? Because I spend time networking, ma. But I network with high network people, ma. I network with, with uh, you know, uh, you know, high level people. Why? Because I want to invest in myself. So I spend the money to grow the business by outsourcing the things that's not so important, important to the business, but not so important to me anymore. Cause I don't need to, because I don't need to perform the function anymore. I can. Just outsource this part so that I can have more time to spend time with my family, spend more time, you know, networking with high-level people, you know, to pick their brains so that our, our business can grow to the next level. So that was how I would spend my money. Mm. And how I'm already spending the money. <laughs> yes, yeah. I actually love the story when you share with me personally on how you, you know, you bought a certain computer and that it actually lead you to like, you know, getting your sales set. So I actually want to let everyone know, right? Like how would you choose the equipment to buy? What, because a lot of people, I find that they tend to, you know, they will think that, oh, big ticket item, I don't buy first because I don't have the, the money to, to, to buy. So I'll just buy something that is free 
I get something to use for my business that is free first. Then uh, when I get the money in, when I get the sales in, then I I buy the the bigger equipment that can so-called help me earn more money. But what's like, I want to know like, uh, like when you've been sharing with me, right? Like what do you invest the equipment that actually helps you to actually generate more money? And what's hmm. your thoughts? Why? Why did you want to think like that? Why would you think like that as opposed to buying something cheaper that can tong first until you get your sales? Okay. I love your question. Um, I know you are trying to review to people how much I spend on my computers. <laughs> okay. So to tell you the truth, I spent uh, $7,000 on one iMac. iMac is Apple computer system. I spent about $7,000, but I bought it in 2013 because I want to future proof myself, right? So yes. I bought it in 2013. I used this computer system at $7,000. Back in those, in 2013, before I make a million dollars, it was very expensive because uh, $7,000 for one computer is probably a person's salary for three to four months, right? Depending on which level you're at. But for me, I believe in moving my marketing budget forward. I believe in moving certain budget forward. Traveling budget, eating budget, clothes budget, everything got a budget, right? That you spend on, right? People tell me I got no money to invest myself. That's bullshit. Because you just choose to spend money elsewhere that you think is more important. Yeah. So there is always money to squeeze out. So I know that I want to go online in 2013, right? And I know that I need equipment, good equipment to really help me to go online to do up all the video editing, the audio editing, the the um, the the webinars, everything. So I need a system, a good system. And I don't want it to, to yong in yen, 12 months and then it die on me. I don't want that. I want it to be really awesome and can future-proof me. So so from 2013 to now, 2020 is almost seven years. I, I spent $7,000 on an iMac, okay, which has traveled with me around the world as well, from Singapore to Indonesia, back to Singapore, you know, and I find that this has helped me to make my money. So this to me is what we call moving your budget at the back or from wherever that you're thinking about moving forward. So the logic is because when you choose, when I choose to invest in myself and my business, I was serious about it. It was not a hobby. It's not a hobby to invest in myself. It's not a hobby. It's not a hobby. So I look at the $7,000 as, okay, 我可以赚回双倍,十倍,一百倍。like I can earn back 10, uh, 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times. And which I did. Using just a $7,000 uh, system plus some software, I could make a million dollars. Why not? Yeah. Yep, so that's, that's my great. answer. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's all I have for all the questions. Yeah. Okay. Good. So ask Janisha anything. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honoured that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it 5 stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding this Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.